If you've got some sad music, Gazen, let me report to you, Melbourne, that the New Year's Eve fireworks have been officially cancelled. As of... Sydney or Melbourne or everywhere in the world? Oh, this is just Melbourne's. Melbourne. Yeah. This is Melbourne's. And I know, look, as Melburnians, most of us watch the Sydney fireworks anyway. Have you ever watched the Melbourne fireworks on TV at midnight to bring in the new yellows? No. No, neither have I. I don't think <laughs> I don't think is... they televise them, do they? I think they do. Maybe on SBS, I don't know. But what they do do on New Year's Eve in Melbourne is that they have hundreds of thousands of Melburnians flocking to the middle of the city to spend New Year's Eve celebrating, watching the fireworks that aren't going to be there anymore. They've been cancelled officially, and, and rightly so. You can't... You can't just say, okay, only a thousand people are allowed to turn up to the city on New Year's Eve to watch the fireworks. You can't police that, really. Mm, Uh, What they are trying to do is they're going to have open, you know, all the alleyways of Melbourne that we used to frequent before COVID-19. Yes. All those restaurants will be open and they're going to add more sort of food stalls. But you can't just rock up, Melburnians. You're going to have to book. Yeah, and I'm not you can't sure. wander. Yeah. You can't wander around. I don't know how that's going to happen, but there will be a phone number, no doubt, and everyone will call it at once and spend some time in the city. But no fireworks this year, so I don't know what they're going to do on the TV. Like, that's a good question about whether or not Sydney's going to have the fireworks. Because if they don't, do they just press play on the tape from last year and just go, here's the fireworks from well, last year? Well, I think you could use lasers and holograms. This is your answer every year to replacing the fireworks. <laughs> every year I say it should be cancelled. I'm a bit of a bar humbug, aren't I? Because right. every year it's like costs billions of dollars and every year I go, that's our taxpayer money and I'd rather that go to helping homeless as opposed to blowing it up in the sky in smoke. Millions and billions of dollars on blowing it up in the sky when there are people starving. So All I right. know I sound like... Okay. But I'm happy this year they're doing it because maybe they can put the money to something good. I don't know. Well, they're definitely not doing it in Melbourne, and fair enough. It makes sense to me. But I will tell you this. I'm not the most New Year's Eve kind of guy anymore. I'm 44 years of age. Back in the day, I used to love a great New Year's Eve. Lots to celebrate, hanging out with people, enjoying the atmosphere. Now I'm just happy to sleep through it. But what I will say is... This is potentially one of the biggest New Year's Eve on record because it's mm. the New Year's Eve that gets us out of the year 2020. Well, that's and, right. And don't mm. tell me people aren't going to want to celebrate that, loose. No, you're right. Are you right? Like, I, I've always thought, oh, no, you know, New Year's, whatever. But you're right. 2020 has been awful. And I think we <laughs> all do want to celebrate it and see the back of it because surely 2021 has to be better than the worst year in the history of man. Like, surely we are all going to be so excited that 2020 is done and I dusted. Mean, You're right. People are going to want to celebrate. For years growing up, the focus was on 2020 and we all thought, oh, the future, the year 2020, all the diseases are going to be cured. We're going to have flying cars. But oh. the year 2021 has so much potential, this. And I feel like we mm. need to do something to celebrate that. But I think that's a discussion for another time. I think what we need to do right now, knowing that the fireworks have been cancelled in Melbourne, maybe we can reminisce on some good New Year's Eve celebrations. Because I haven't really celebrated a New Year's Eve, I wouldn't think, for maybe 10 years. Part of my job as a Kylie impersonator is that I gigged every single New Year's for nearly 20 years. So every single New Year's I was on stage performing. And so New Year's for me is kind of weird because I was always just performing on stage, entertaining people, counting it down for them. Yes. And then that was it. So I don't, I've never really done a New Year's by myself, really. That's I generally pretty, always work. That's a pretty cool experience being on stage with a microphone. And 
ushering in a brand new year oh, for the thousands of people you're performing for. the first three times it's lovely and then the <laughs> next 18 times you just want to sit down and have a champers. But <laughs> <laughs> it, it was special. And I've done New Year's around the world. I've done New Year's like overseas and I've counted it down in Singapore and Hong Kong. I've been everywhere but I've never just done a quiet one and had one that was really meaningful I could remember. There's some good memories, though. If you're doing, like, the official countdown for Singapore, that's a pretty big big responsibility. I was talking to Aizen only moments ago. Wait, how how white privilege do I sound like? (laughs) Oh, it's such a hard life counting down Singapore New Year's. I wish my life was different. Sorry. Aizen is a lot younger than myself, and uh, you spent a... You actually were putting in some kilometres. Was it last New Year's, Aizen? No, it was a couple years ago. I was still working at a supermarket mm. starts with C ends in Oles um, so I oh my- Woolies <laughs> yeah exactly so I finished my shift there at 11pm right. on, on New Year's Eve all my mates were at Phillip Island yep. mm-hmm. so I ended up driving all the way to Phillip Island <laughs> did the countdown with them and then I was also a casual announcer here so I had to drive back here ready for my 6am shift on New Year's Day uh, the energy of the young well, <laughs> we're just 11 yes. o'clock at the end of a year and you're like, i got an hour until midnight. I can make it to Phillip Island. Yeah. And driving down. And do you know, do you remember being that energetic when you were younger, Kel? Yeah. Oh, gosh, we sound old. But I remember yeah. doing things like that, driving through the nights and never missing a beat, where if, now as a 40-year-old yeah. I, I go, oh, that sounds awful. If I'm employed, if I'm employed and I'm still working at 11 p.m. at night time, I'm just quitting. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not staying up to 11 p.m. to work. Linda in Epping, what's your best New Year's? Sitting on the beach watching the fireworks from New Zealand. Oh, nice. Hubby and I did that a couple of years ago and uh, New Zealand parents the first, you know, stroke of midnight people, so yes. And then the other beautiful tradition, which isn't anymore because mum's now with Jesus with Nana, my mum used to ring her family. Nana was always the first call to wish her a happy new year and, you know, the best for the year coming. And right up until Nana was 90... (laughs) She used to get that phone call. Oh, that's so, beautiful. And Linda, are, yeah, are we that, talking that you would call your nana at like five minutes past midnight on New Year's Day? My mum would do it. She would be the very first phone call and it just started a thing. Yeah, and that's what she would do. Nana would actually sit up and wait and watch the fireworks and wait for that very first phone call to bring in the new year. It's a late <laughs> night for Nana. But oh, that's, that's lovely. <laughs> and fireworks. But I forgot that, yes, New Zealand get to usher in the new year before the rest of the world. That's a pretty good that's place right. to spend your New Year's Eve celebrations. Before we get to the news, Luce, one more call. Sherry and Karen Downs. Hi, Sherry. Hi, Lucy. Hi, Cal. How about What's... your memories of New Year's Eve, Sherry? What's your fondest memory? My fondest memory is New Year's Eve of 1996. I actually gave birth to my first child. Oh, that's amazing. Oh. Now, now, did I hear correctly this is before the stroke of midnight or after the stroke of midnight? It was before the stroke of midnight. She had to be born by 9 o'clock because all the doctors had a New Year's Eve party to go to. <laughs> 